1: Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every
1: What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to the huge show.net Also, you can listen to the free stream there online weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search the huge Show. And you can listen live anywhere in the world where you get mobile service and also search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Inside this Superfly Hayes-produced radio extravaganza, Daniela Bruce, Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network. I'm Patrick Kane. He was on the ice this morning with the Wings. Huge addition. We'll get their opinions. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football, on the win over Ohio State. And looking ahead to Iowa on Saturday night. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com insider on the Lions road trip to the Saints. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, NBA insider. What's up with the game right now? It's like summer AAU basketball. And are the Pistons going for 15 losses in a row tonight? Is that correct, Superfly? Mm. Talk to Scoop, Keith Langloid, pistons.com and also Sergeant Fidel Morales from the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. Another edition of True and Blue, where we highlight and pay our respects to the great men and women who protect and serve in law enforcement all across this great state of Michigan with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. We do have our Honolulu Blue. Huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How many Pistons games have you watched this year? I'm curious where the fans are on this because I I watched them early and I DVR everything because I do a statewide radio show. But, man, I, I, uh, I said this a week ago. There are like six NBA teams I'll watch. Seriously. I think the rest is garbage summer AAU basketball. And I'm not the old man saying, get off my basketball lawn. I like watching the Nuggets. I still like watching Steph and Golden State and Draymond. I like the Celtics. I like watching Victor of San Antonio just because of dude. Crazy athletic skills for how tall he is. There are so many teams that aren't even trying. It really is pathetic. Just jacking threes, no defense, go the other way. Like I said, summer AAU ball. I look forward to my conversation with Scoop Jackson coming up later. So are Honolulu Blue. That's an adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry, lemonade, and vodka. Honolulu Blue and Silver Can. It's sold at Ford Field uh, during Lions games. You can get it at your local pub, restaurant, or store here in Michigan. How many Lions games, or not Lions, how many Pistons games have you watched this year or been to? Because I sense more fan apathy than ever before. Because how many more times can you be told, hey, we got a high draft pick, we got a new coach, he cleaned house. I was concerned when they cleaned house and they sent John Beeline out the door. And I think about John and his life as a basketball mentor. And he joins us every Tuesday on the Hewitt Show across Michigan, and we talk hoops. That, that was one of the warning signs on Monty Williams, that they're firing people who have nothing to do with basketball and a good guy like John Beeline, that you would think you would want him. And then Monty Williams now is telling us how nice it was to watch the Pistons die for a loose ball, like he's trying to sell that these guys are trying. Cade Cunningham is not going to be a penthouse NBA player. He's not. Reality is, they haven't hit on any of these draft picks that are game changers. Cade has never played both ends of the floor. It's Ole on defense. It's settling for outside shots. It's not finishing strong to the bucket and an and one. Some of these teams, it is garbage basketball, and this is the NBA and the play-in tournament, what, what's that? You're doing it in the middle of the NFL? If you want to do a play-in tournament, at least get it. Have the play-in tournament be for seeding for the playoffs. Do something. Get it away from this. There, there's no interest. I'm telling you, the league is in trouble in my mind. I think the sport of soccer is coming on very strong in America at the professional level. I do. I I really do with guys like Messi headlining Miami. And there are the good teams in the NBA that I will watch. And there's a reason why these good teams have been champions. Because they still play some team basketball. And they have superstars who can carry their team when they need a win. The Pistons don't. They don't have a leader. I get they're young. Oh, we're gonna, oh, we're the youngest team again, we're gonna wait. No, it's not, this isn't a college program. Hey, Orlando was young, look how much they've improved. Oklahoma City was young, look how much they've improved. And with playing in downtown Detroit and the cost to go park and watch the Pistons. They are nearing a point where there is going to be zero interest if they're not there already. And you're a quarter in on your season, not even a full quarter in on the 23-24 season. So I do want to ask the audience our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How many Pistons games have you been to or watched this year? Give me a number. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show. On Facebook, you can also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE. Out of two one zero zero zero. i I'll also get into this contract that Jim Comperoni spelled out some of the details with Jonathan Smith at Michigan State. And it's very interesting. This is one part of it. For the first three seasons, if Smith wins seven total games, that's three years. The agreement will be extended automatically by one agreement year. Think about that. There is language in the contract that states for the first three seasons, if MSU wins seven total games, Coach Smith's agreement. With MSU, it will be extended automatically by one agreement a year. What I say yesterday, that what's happened to this team, courtesy of Mel Tucker, it's like getting the NCAA death penalty. Coach Smith and his representation, and Alan Haller and MSU lawyers, whoever was in on this final contract, they know what lies ahead. Seven total wins? I, you, you do the math, and some will say, well, wait a minute. They just won four. How could you say only seven total for three years? That seems pretty easy to hit. Every single quarterback has gone off the roster. Gone. Kim Levitt, Hauser, gone. Every quality player pretty much has left. Most of you who are Michigan State fans. Name five players right now. No, I'll, I'll, I'll knock it down. Name two Michigan State football players. That's what Coach Smith has walked into. And you have to appreciate, yeah, he's getting, you know, seven million a year, and it's a good deal. It looks really good when you see that. It's like half of what Mel Tucker got, right? It's like starting over. It's borderline starting a program from the bottom And rebuilding everything. They got all the great facilities, some of the best facilities in the country. They really do, including that new Tom Izzo football building. But in terms of a roster, in terms of what the future will hold, I told all the Michigan State fans yesterday, and some of you still were ripping me on email, direct messages, oh, you're just being negative. No, that you need patience, that the next three to five years were going to be tough. And then what do I read right when the show is done with Jim Comperoni saying that there is language in Coach Smith's MSU football head coach contract for the first three seasons. If he wins seven total games, the agreement will be extended automatically by one agreement year. So a bonus, seven total wins is what they're thinking. That's the the low bar over three football seasons because they know Oregon, Washington, USC, UCLA are joining the conference, that there's no more divisions. Those those are the facts and the reality of the situation. And I believe Coach Smith will be the guy who will rebuild that program and will bring that toughness that Michigan State Athletic Director Alan Haller Talked about in his opening statements yesterday. So his contract is a six million base with increasing supplemental amounts for the following seven years. 7.25 million, basically a little over 7 million, close to eight in year seven. Seems like a pretty fair deal when you look at Mel Tucker money. And there you go. And it is a total rebuild. Like nobody has seen in college football. Wow, I have to think, when was the last time you had something to this depth when every single quarterback hit the transfer portal? When And it began last year when Thorne and Keon Coleman went to Auburn and Florida State. So be patient, MSU fans. I, I, I believe Alan Haller. He's done two things to kind of win me back. One, somehow the information leaked that he wanted to discipline Mel Tucker before this past season, but was shot down above him, which sounds like the Michigan State Board of Trustees. That can be a traveling clown show piling into the purple and pink VW bus. And he went out and got Coach Smith and knew he was a guy. Because you needed somebody with patience. And I had told all of you during this process that it will take the right coach to step in and look at what's in front of him. Because when he does rebuild it, to what level, I don't know. You, the Michigan State fans, will have so much respect for him because he started from the bottom and now he's here. He may actually rap that song when Michigan State returns to a bowl game. Started from the bottom, and now we're here. MC Smith, peace out. <laughs> uh, I love it. And the Michigan State fans are like, oh, you're, you're being, I'm being negative. See, when I'm realistic and I'm fair and I say I love the hire, or Alan Haller's done some things to reconnect me to him and his leadership, you say I'm a hater. Oh, you haven't had his a lot. Now, I hate to tell everybody between the Lions and the Michigan stories and Michigan, the number two team in the country, I'm sorry. Michigan State basketball is not ranked in the top 25 right now. That's a fact, Jack. I think they should be. Arizona, James Madison, Duke are quality losses if there's ever such a thing as quality losses. Speaking of being ranked, I, I, what I tell you about the college football playoff last night? That Georgia would be number one. Then Michigan gets no. They move up one spot to take Ohio State's place by beating the number two team. If that was an Alabama or a Georgia beating a number two team, we'd make them number one with the bullet with Brian Kelly's sweet team. Oh, they set it up. They did. They got their plan. They know their TV draws. Michigan is a TV draw, they are a big TV draw. That's why the college football playoff never got in on the sign stealing. Oh my God, the end of the world. Have you heard a word about that since the Ohio State game ended? You haven't heard squat. You want to talk about the impact of Michigan from Clayton Safi at the Wolverine.com? Michigan's 30 24 win over Ohio State drew 19.07 million viewers. The largest audience for the rivalry since the number one versus number two game in 2006, per Sports Media Watch. It was the most watched college football game this season. For comparison for the SEC lovers at the college football playoff committee room, the Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama had 9.09 million viewers. It was a great game with that fourth and 31 finish. Yeah, so college football playoff committee—they they're trying to get Michigan to play either Washington or Oregon out in the Rose Bowl. Michigan takes care of business against Iowa. They'll get the winner of Washington or Oregon will be at number three. Meanwhile, you you look at the Alabama setup. If they lose, they're out. Georgia's in. Then Georgia will play Florida State. If Florida State beats Louisville, if Florida State doesn't beat Louisville and Georgia still wins, you're, they see the, the number of Michigan-Ohio State on the, on the ratings. They see it. That's what the college football playoff is about. No matter what any of you want to say, it is about TV ratings for the billions that are paid. And what's interesting is that Ohio State, in the latest college football playoff rankings, they're at number six, ahead of Texas and Alabama. Now, Alabama takes care of business, and I believe they get in by beating Georgia. Or, if Texas beats Oklahoma State in the Big 12 title game, they won at Alabama. Will Texas be that fourth team? Ohio State doesn't have a game left. Texas has a game left. Oregon loses, then Washington is in, obviously. So if we go with Georgia, Michigan, and Washington winning, then the question with Florida State and Louisville in the ACC title game, if Florida State loses, is that Texas or Ohio State with that fourth spot? Hmm. And Texas would have Oklahoma State, Ohio State doesn't have a game. And Oklahoma State is ranked 18 in the latest college football playoff rankings. By the way, Iowa at number 16. So if you're an Ohio State fan, you're rooting for Washington to beat Oregon, Oklahoma State to beat Texas, and Georgia to beat Alabama, and then Ohio State will be back in the college football playoff final four. I love this time of the year. I really do. It's fantastic. It is. So, I was talking about the Pistons, the NBA. We have Scoop Jackson on from ESPNChicago.com coming up later. Now, in the NBA, the game can change by minute to minute. And no matter what the action is, you know DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. So this week, new customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets just for betting five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA basketball game. Win or lose, you get an instant W. Best of all, it's safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you sign up with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms and always use that code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Patrick Kane is officially a wing. Daniela Bruce from the Wings Radio Network. She will join us next.
0: From Grand Rapids to
1: Detroit, this show is
0: huge. bonus
2: points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts and more and earn points on it all. And right now earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book
3: your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium flat, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway.
4: Reimagine. Visit soaringeaglecasino.com for complete rules and details
1: huge here for urban you they are michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout west michigan and also on the east side of the state in northville and this is for any guy listening right now or lady If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at TheUrbanU.com. That's TheUrbanU.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December 30th through the end of the year. Purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at TheUrbanU.com. Or what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to TheUrbanU.com. You're listening to The
0: Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. A lot of good things happening in the world of sports. Lions at the Saints on Sunday. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire, also part of the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear on YouTube. He'll join us coming up on tomorrow's show. Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey from Dorn Mayhew on the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Big game for the Lions. Patrick Kane, this story came about quickly, signing a one-year deal reportedly worth $3 million just to have his presence. I mean, that is like, that is so good on so many levels uh, for the Wings, a team I believe that will be playoff bound in the spring. Daniela Bruce from the Wings Radio Network is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, Daniela? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Huh? So when did you first start to hear any buzz about the possibility that Patrick Kane could become a wing?
5: You know, I heard about it with the rest of you guys. I knew that it could have been on the Red Wings radar, just that it he was looking. There were a few teams that he was talking to, and Detroit seemed to be on that list, according to all of the reports that we saw. But it becoming official was... Just as exciting and fast for me as it was for everybody else, which I think was a really exciting thing for Red Wings fans. I think everyone should be really pumped about the direction of the team. And like you just mentioned, what he adds to the team, even if he doesn't quite get to that level of the classic Patrick Kane that we know after this hip surgery he adds a lot to the team he adds some goal scoring capabilities he enhances the depth even more than it already was this season it's going to be really cool to have him as a part of this organization
1: daniella bruce from the wings now we're joining us so hip surgery kind of hip reconstruction they had a medical term for it but i'm in the ballpark uh, what's his instant role with the wings
5: so I think it, that is still a little bit to be determined. He did his media availability just about an hour ago, now hour and a half ago. And he seemed really confident in the way that his hip healed. His doctors were really confident in the way that his hip healed. And the Red Wings doctors were extremely pleased. That's what Steve Eiserman told us with his physical. And they think he's going to be able to get back to the Patrick Kane we saw two, three years ago. So I think that is ultimately going to determine his role, but we know that him and Alex Brinkett have a little bit of chemistry, right, from their days in Chicago. So I could see them being together on a line right away just to see if that chemistry is still there and if they can spark it back up. And we know that recently Alex Dabrinkit was moved to the second line with J.T. Compher as the center. So maybe you've fought Patrick Kanan on that other wing or something like that. But I think he's going to get some big minutes early, and they're going to see what he's got. They're definitely going to give him every single chance he has or every single chance they have to to see what he can do. And I'm sure he'll get some power play time, too. That's the other thing.
1: Daniela Bruce from the Wings Network here on the Hughes Show across Michigan. So you're with the Wings a lot. Uh, Game day, practice day, uh, away from it. Uh, Where is this team compared to a year ago, and do you think they're playoff ready?
5: I do believe they're they're ready to push for a playoff spot at the very least, if not get in one. We do know the East is tough, and I'm not going to take that away from the rest of the teams in the entire conference. So the Red Wings are going to have to keep up the pace that they're playing at right now. But we've seen them just in the last week compete with some really good teams in the Devils, the Bruins. They're the only team that's – well, I guess the Rangers did it now, too. But two regulation losses for the Bruins, and they have – Three on the season. Two of them came from the Red Wings. So they can compete with the best of the best. They're going to have another good test in New York tonight against the Rangers. So I do think they're capable. The major difference that I've noticed just in the locker room is the confidence level. Even after a bad game, even after that trip to Sweden, where it was extremely disappointing to only walk away with one point in those two games, You just never felt that this team was down on themselves or that this was going to spiral out of control, whereas in the past couple of years, that feeling crept in, right? When the team started to lose, you could kind of feel that they were getting down on themselves. They didn't think that the talent was there, but now they have all the faith in the world and the guys that are in that locker room, and I think that's speaking volumes.
1: Danielle Bruce, really solid uh, with Ken Cal and Paul Woods. Woods will join us coming up in a moment. I know Bob Kayser is going to step in for Ken Cal as he's dealing with some family uh, medical issues. Daniela, keep up the great work on the wings network.
5: Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me on.
1: All right. Daniela Bruce, checking in on the roast Umber coffee guest line. Paul woods coming up in our next segment. Yeah. Kane just, it, it takes a team next level. They got the veterans. They got the rising stars. They got guys like Larkin. I just, no sight. I, they they can compete to win the Eastern Conference. They, they really can right now, unless injuries just hit them. So we'll talk to Paul Woods coming up. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football on the win over Ohio State. What about the matchup with Iowa on Saturday night? Karsh in about 30 minutes. Tim Twentyman, DetroitLions.com. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com on why the Pistons are so bad. Keith Langloy from Pistons.com and Sergeant Fidel Morales who is the lead recruiter for the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. He'll join us courtesy of the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. You can answer it. How many Pistons games have you watched this year or been to in person? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. They're a Michigan-based bank. That's why they're part of your daily lives here at our state. Your money stays right here in Michigan. Local decision makers in Michigan, stop by your local Mercantile Bank and open up an account today and see what they have to offer. To the callers online, stick around. Your huge opinions are next.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Team man here, better album man. of the year, Killin' Time. Come on
5: up again, Clint Black.
3: Clint Black with
0: special guest Josh Grayson. Got nothing it. Tickets start at $40. On sale
6: now at the box office and etix.com. Shoot the moon good, bad luck. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
7: Enjoy responsibly. And Busch Busmelobe Ultra Light Beer St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the Pistons and NBA action is out there with the NBA in season tournament. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use code huge when you sign up, and then you can get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers will get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE. The crown is yours. Remember code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117 Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms You're
0: listening to The
1: Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network The huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Big Ten championship week with Michigan and Iowa coming up on Saturday night. Doug Karsh, voice of the Wolverines. He'll join us coming up here in about 20 minutes. We do have our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How many Pistons games have you been to in person or watched this year? You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. You know, a lot of people have been watching the Wings, and now they get one of the biggest names uh, in hockey, Uh, Patrick Kane. Now on their bench, Paul Woods for the Wings Radio Network. He's standing by on the World Stumber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Good, Huge. How you been? Been really good, uh, fun to watch the Wings uh, lately. They seem to come together. They seem to have enough to be a playoff team, and the addition of Patrick Kane just elevates that entire team and franchise in my mind.
3: Yeah, it really does, you know. And I, I think, uh, huge like uh, he's probably one of the uh, the top four greatest U.S. born hockey players in history of the National Hockey. I got, got Chris Chelios and Mike Modano on that list, and Pat Lafontaine, and and also Patrick Kane and. He's won the Cup three times with the Blackhawks. And just hoping he's, he's healthy, you know, for his own sake and, and stuff. And uh, you can play him and obviously just to help the team. It would be a great to lift for the Rebels. But he's a great, great offensive player.
1: What will he bring for uh, not a deep, diehard hockey fan? They know Patrick Kane. But for the casual Wings fan listening right now across Michigan, uh, what will Kane on the ice mean to what the lines the Wings already have?
3: If he's, if he's if he's healthy, huge. It's it's instant offense, and I mean he's he's one of those guys. And the thing about him, I just was thinking this afternoon, like he's a great goal scorer as well, and he's got chemistry of Alex Debrink. It's another positive, but but also he's a very unselfish player. He really moves the puck well. I actually think passing is probably his greatest skill, and he can shoot it well. But that passing, he sees the ice so well that he can he can generate offense. And he's one of those guys that defenders seem to back off. They don't want to challenge him because he he can hurt them in lots of different ways so he's a very interesting uh, player but uh, it's amazing you know what the wings have done you're adding him to that list they're up to 12 now different players they've added since the end of last year that's over 60% of the roster like that's unheard of but again it's just uh, I got us right now in the top four in the Eastern Conference with Florida Boston and the Atlantic division than the team we're playing tonight, the New York Rangers, in the Metro. But I think we're one of the four best teams in the Eastern Conference.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I thought they were there in the playoff mix even before adding Kane. But Kane, like you said, if healthy, coming off of basically uh, hip surgery reconstruction of it, I'm not a doctor, but he had, you know, he had contenders on his checklist, and for him to sign that one year deal with the Wings tells me he thinks they're a playoff team.
3: You're right on, Eugene. And it, it's a compliment to the Red Wings organization. And something else I want to say about them as well, too. And, and Steve Eisenman's a very aggressive general manager. But at the same time, he's calculated. He's just so cal- cal- calculated and disciplined. And again, the guys they pick up, all these guys they keep adding, I said 12 now, they're all very unselfish players. And they're both equally good offensively, defensively. And that's the key now. Like we're, not, we're not a one-dimensional team where we're good offensively, but we can't stop people. We can do both those things. And we're very deep as an organization. We've got three goalies. We've got, you know, seven, eight NHL defensemen. You count Edmonton and the minors, and we've probably got uh, 14 NHL forwards. Jonathan Bergman's going to be playing tonight. He had 14 goals last year. He's playing in the American League. Austin zarnock he's an NHL player. He's a center iceman. He's in the American League. So we're an extremely deep NHL organization. The other thing about, it too, is we've got great balance. It's, it's not like it used to be just one or two lines these last six, seven years. All four lines can contribute, and he rolls all four lines, and that's one of the reasons why I think for the most part we've stayed healthy to start the season.
1: Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. I've always said this about teams who are reloading, rebuilding, or just beginning to ascend, no matter what the sport. When big names want to come play for you, that is the number one sign you have gotten over the hump and now you begin the journey towards a championship.
3: Yeah, it's a good, it's definitely a good design. Uh, I'll say that, but again, I'll go back to, to Steve Eisman And again, I mentioned him being an aggressive guy. And from day one, I, I think he got Robbie Fabry in, in the first year. Then we got Jake wallman, but he just, he's continually making moves in my mind. That's the general manager's job is to continually make the team better. There's nothing worse. If you think about the, the opposite of that, if you're on one of those teams and the general manager's not doing that, and you're just languishing in it, and it's not getting better. That's not good for the players. That's not good for the coaching staff. But he continually adds guys. He continually changes guys. He keeps making that team better, and that sends a little message to the team too that we're we're in the we're in the winning business. So he's done an outstanding job as a Red Wings GM. You know,
1: away from the excitement over Kane, and you got the Wings and the Rangers tonight. Paul, who else has been the biggest step up player that? Maybe in the offseason you were thinking, I'd like to see this guy or guy's plural step up, but they've been a big part of the Wings' early success.
3: Well, I think Gose's spear back on the blue line really is is a great story. you know. And again, he came in as a great offensive player, but the Flyers didn't like him back then because of that. They wanted a more defensive kind of guy. But he found himself in Arizona, but he's been a great define. He's tied now for ninth in defenseman scoring. But up front, I think our center icemen are, are so strong and and they all play for the University of Michigan, but this JT Comfer, he plays in every situation. He kills penalties. He plays in the power play. He takes the face-offs. He centers the second line. And Andrew Kopp is the same thing. He centers the third line. But when you can run them down the middle, when you got Larkin, you've got Comfer, and you got uh, Kopp, I and then mean, you've got on that fourth line, Christian Fisher right now, but it can be Rasmussen. It can be Joe Valeno. They've got lots of different center ice uh, players playing at different positions. Again, they're very extremely team, but they don't have bad shifts. But I guess the one guy, if I had to pick one, would be uh, JT Comfer, and then back on the blue line as well, just that uh, the combination of, of Jake Wallman and Maritz uh, Seider has just been something else. And I've got Maritz Sider now in one of the top ten defensemen in the National Hockey League. This guy does everything for the rubbings, and it's just not the penalty killing, the power play, the top pair, plays in an even-strength situation, leaves us a nice time. He's also our most physical player. I think he's second in block shots. When you can do all that at that age in the NHL, you're an outstanding player.
1: Paul Woods is outstanding with Ken Kell on the Wings radio broadcast. Ken, again, dealing with some family issues. Paul, please give Ken my best. And also you get Bob Kayser getting the call back up from the Wings top farm affiliate, the Grand Rapids Griffins. And Bob went to the huge broadcasting school, and I gave him some key tips that have elevated him to NHL play-by-play level.
3: Well, I'm sure you should take responsible for all success. I can see that. But I'll tell you what, he does an amazing job. He just fits in there. Seamlessly, just perfectly, and just like Ken, he does an outstanding uh, job, and and hopefully there's some talk. Ken will be back tomorrow night, but uh, we're in great hands when Bob's Bob's got the reins.
1: You tell Kayser that Papa Huge is really proud of him after everything I taught Uh, him. It's pretty emotional to see him at the NHL level. I'm sure it is. (laughs) Paul, thank you. Enjoy the Rangers game tonight. Uh, Will we see Kane's debut? Will he play tonight? What's the word?
3: No, they, I think they're pushing it off, and again, but uh, maybe next week. You know, we, we travel to Buffalo; that's his home town. Then we have a couple more home games right after that, so they'll take their time. There's no rush. They want to make sure that uh, he's feeling good. But uh, yeah, it's been a great addition to the Red Wing team.
1: All right, thank you, my man. All right, huge thank you. Yeah, Paul Woods. How about that, Daniela Bruce, Paul Woods back to back, Superfly Hayes. He like woke up and said, "You know what? I'm going to work today." Good job. All right, so I mentioned how cool it is with everything on TV right now. Remember, for all the big games, stop by all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills across Michigan. You can watch Iowa, Michigan Saturday night on all the TVs. You got the wings. You got the Pistons. I don't know if you're going to go out and watch the Pistons. Maybe you're depressed, whatever. Uh, You have the Lions and the Saints on Sunday, all the college football, all the NFL all the championship games, Oregon, Washington, Friday night, and more on all the TVs and all Brands Steakhouse and Grills. Now you'll find Brands in Bay City if you're listening on 100.9 FM The Met, Brands in Holland if you're tuning in on WHTC off of US 31 and James, Johnny Brands in Granville if you're listening on our flagship station 96.1 The Game here on the west side of the state, Johnny Brands on Leonard, Near 131 in downtown GR. Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids. Liz and Sean Steggeheiss, Liz Brand Steggeheiss, and Sean Steggeheiss have the brands at South Division, 44th Street in Wyoming. Also, Mike Brand Jr. has the brands in Bay City and also the brands in Caledonia with Liz Brand Steggeheiss just south of GR. For the brands close to you, go to brands.com. And if you can't make it out, For the big games, you can order up Wings on the Fly and all your favorites for pickup or delivery. You can put that order in right now at Brands.com.
0: Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan on a broadcast presented by Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, and the Michigan Sports Network. He does a good job. Solid guest lineup in a moment. Doug Karsh, voice of Michigan football, on the win over Ohio State and also the matchup with the Hawkeyes on Saturday on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Michigan, 23-and-a-half point favorite over under 35-and-a-half. I don't like either one. I don't. Michigan just needs to win. They're, they're Even with still being number two last night, they just win their number two. They're not going to lose any ground. Just win. I don't care if it's 10-7. We'll talk to Karsh, also Tim Twenty Twentyman, DetroitLions.com columnist in 20 minutes on the Lions and the Saints on Sunday. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com, one of the better... NBA insiders. I see him on almost every NBA documentary. Scoop Jackson's on it. What about the state of the NBA? Just jack and threes, no defense. Like I said, there's five or six teams that interest me. We'll talk to Scoop also about the Pistons. Why are they the worst team in the NBA again? Keith Langloy from Pissins.com and our weekly conversation presented by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police as we spotlight the incredible men and women who serve and protect all across this state. Sergeant Fidel Morales from the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety will join us. We also rolled out our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by the Coppercraft Distillery. By the way, Honolulu Blue is served up at all Lions games at Ford Field. An adult crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade, and vodka. Ask for it at your local restaurant, pub, bar, or at your local stores throughout Michigan. So the question is, how many Pistons games have you watched this year or been to in person? I'm curious. one 838 4843 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. And opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Tomorrow, Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, one of the co-hosts on the Detroit Lions podcast you can find on YouTube. I think they go live tonight. Jeff will join us. We'll break down the state of the Lions, talk about the Saints game, NFC North and more. That will be tomorrow between 3 and 5. Lomas Brown will also join us with Josh Garvey from Doran Mayhew. Then on Friday, we'll have a Big Ten Championship preview show with Chris Ballas, John Borton, Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom, and Doug Skeen, all from the Wolverine.com. Speaking of the Wolverines, Doug Karsh, sports radio guy during the day in Detroit. Play-by-play voice of your undefeated and second-ranked Michigan Wolverines. Big Ten title game on Saturday night against Iowa. and Doug, I was uh, in that stadium Saturday. I don't know if there's been a more electric, emotional, uh, and just loud crowd than I've ever heard at the big house.
8: Comparable to 2021, for sure. I, I, I do have to question your selection of that panel on Friday. All those jokers going on, skiing, ballast, safety. Basically, Borton saves the day, doesn't he? Kind of level-headed.
1: Borton's like the valedictorian of that class, and the rest are just yeah. dumb jocks.
8: A <laughs> <laughs> uh, good group of guys. Um, yeah, I mean, 2021, the victory of Ohio State was comparable. The one was obviously, this thing with... Um, The backdrop certainly added a next level of intrigue. I feel like the last month has been real housewives of the Big Ten-ish. But at the end of the day, I mean, they... What they overcame in terms of not having their coach and um you know being able to still go out there and play the way they did and i you know I came away awfully impressed with Ohio State as I imagine you did as well uh, That's a heck of a good football team that does a lot of stuff right and certainly were um you know gave Michigan everything they could handle and vice versa I think it's you know what what you've kind of come we've come to expect out of Ohio State, and that's the one thing about this entire Michigan run. It's for all those years, a better part of two decades, it felt like Ohio State was way up here. And the question was, would they ever come back to the pack, or could anybody rise up? In the last three years, it feels more like Michigan rose up than Ohio State fell back. I mean, going into this game, okay, last three years, going into the game, Michigan and Ohio State
1: going into the game and combined for a record of 64-2. Mm. and yeah. That it says it's all. I mean, that's why Ohio State, it will be interesting. I think the only way they get in, if Florida State loses, uh, they Oregon will get in if they beat Washington. Michigan, obviously, is in the college football playoff, beating Iowa. Alabama beats Georgia. Does Georgia still get in at four? You have Texas. If they beat Oklahoma State, they already won at Alabama. They're... If everyone just wins, Florida State through you know, Washington, Michigan, and Georgia, it's simple on Sunday for the Final Four. But if there are losses, it could get crazy.
8: It could get crazy. We sat down and went through some of the ramifications. And this is, you know, it's weird because it's the last year it'll be like this. <laughs> because if it were a year from now, Michigan and Ohio State would be preparing to play again in Indianapolis. And they, they could play again in the playoffs. Right? I mean, it's just wild how this is the you know, I don't think anything has changed as rapidly as college sports, college football has changed in the last few years because it's just starting, you know, taking on an NFL model and some people think it's about time and others who love the college game before all these changes felt like it was, you know, it's it wasn't necessary. But at the end of the day, yeah, chaos could reign on Saturday. It, it really does feel, I mean, like we talk about how a year from now there's going to be four playoff games and then you know the the four quarterfinal games and the semifinal This weekend feels like playoffs, right? I mean, there are teams playing playoff games. Oregon and Washington are playing a playoff game. Georgia and Alabama are probably playing a playoff game. Texas is playing a playoff. I mean, these are all games with playoff ramifications. So it's going
1: to be it's going to be wild. That's why I don't think Ohio State has a shot at getting into the final four this year. I don't.
8: I'm probably not. They need a lot to have happened. I mean, I sat down and looked at all 32 scenarios, and I think Ohio State got in on two of them. Um, so I mean, I mean, stuff can get weird if one, if everybody looks bad. If, you know, if there's some teams that struggle mightily and don't look good. Specifically, Florida State. Um, but the Ohio State may need Florida State to lose. I don't know that a 13 and 0 Florida State team that looks bad with a backup quarterback gets jumped by a 11 and on Ohio State team, but yeah, I mean, there's there, it's going to be hard for the Buckeyes to get in. I would not, I would not bet
1: on it. Doug Kyer's voice of Michigan football. He's getting prep for the Iowa matchup Saturday night. Big Ten title could be the Wolverines' third straight and also third straight trip to the college football playoffs. So if we look at that first Big Ten title team under Harbaugh, who went and got trounced by Georgia, to last year's team that really gave away the TCU game in the first half to this year's team. Where is this year's Michigan team better or worse than the previous two years?
8: You know it's funny, I've given this I've been asked about this a lot, and I almost feel like they're they're the same. I think maybe JJ this year has more playmaking overall and you know, Colson, Loveland, uh, Jim Harbaugh called him their Travis Kelsey this week. So I, maybe those two areas, I think that they're better. There's no Aiden Hutchinson. There's no David Ajabo um, on the defense. The run game isn't as gaudy as it was last year, but I think they go into this postseason kind of with a similar chance they've had the last couple of years. Now, if you're a Michigan fan, one of the, the, the pieces of really good news is that Michigan doesn't have to beat the 2021 Georgia Bulldogs they would have to be or the 2022 Georgia Bulldogs they have to be this Georgia Bulldogs team and Georgia very well deserves you know their their position in college football right now but i don't think they're quite as good as those previous Georgia teams now if Everybody holds serve and Michigan beats Iowa and the Pac-12 winner ends up the number three seed. You're looking at a probability that Michigan is playing in the Rose Bowl against Oregon and Washington. And those are two great, great offenses. Michigan's defense, I think, is a strength of the team. But, you know, how will they handle a Michael Penix or a Bo Nix-led offense? Those would be, I mean, that might be a bit of a toss-up of a matchup.
1: Doug Carr's voice of Michigan football. Enjoy that trip to Iowa. Hopefully, we're talking about Michigan back in the college football playoff next week. All right, you enjoy Borton in the in the dumb Oh dogs. yeah, I will. <laughs> a valedictorian Johnny Borton, there he is, graduating. <laughs> uh, Chris Ballas again uh, will be nominated. He's a Joker. Oh, yeah. he's, he's, he's class not. cloud without doubt. Literally, without doubt. literally, he looks like Nicholson as a Joker at times. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get sorry. on a golf course with him and tell him he owes you money after the seventh hole. Good luck with that. I, I,
8: I got to tell you, Ballas on the golf course is oh. in the complete all
1: 18. That's, oh. that's an accomplishment. I'll, I'll say this from our fall football summits, which we got to get you up uh, next year to tell him more with skiing, Superfly myself and Ballas. The, the stories that come out of uh, those two day extravaganzas are borderline. Uh, hangover meets the neighbor uh, meets <laughs> animal house. There you go. I agree. I'm sure that's the case. It's unbelievable. It's all guy code. No. Hey, Doug, man, I always appreciate your time here on the Hughes Show. No problem, Hughes. Oh, yeah, Doug Carr. she's a good guy, man. And settled in well with John Jansen as the voices of Michigan football. On the way, Tim20manDetroitLions.com. What about uh, the 10 days off, the Saints and the Lions on Sunday? NFC North, when could the Lions clinch? We'll talk to 20 men next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is
0: huge.
1: They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, Talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, dot rcom or look for Bean Garter, soon-to-be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter
2: miss holiday deals at meyer shop select lego play sets for 30 percent off december home holiday indoor decor is buy one get one 50 off and december home holiday ornaments and lifelike trees and phillips lights are 20 percent off these deals and products won't last long at these prices head to meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop plus pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop in store or online exclusions apply see all the deals in the meyer app
1: this special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. We do have our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. How many Lions games have you been to this year? How many Pistons? How many Wings? How many Tigers? I'm just curious. It's really about how many Pistons games you've been to and how many you've watched on TV. This team is, they've hit a new low. They really have because there's just a lack of effort. And they're losing to dog teams. Keith Langloy, Pissins.com will join us in about an hour. Scoop Jackson from ESPNChicago.com. Tim Twentyman Detroit Lions.com in a moment. So you can join us on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. Add Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Tim Twentyman is standing by from Allen Park. Let's talk about the Lions from Thanksgiving to the Saints on Sunday. In New Orleans, how you doing, Timmy? Good, you? how are you? You know, after the three and a half ugly quarters against the Bears and then the unbelievable final four and a half minutes, I thought the Lions had the wake-up call with the short week for the Packers traveling in and the Lions getting that day advantage that they would take care of business on Thanksgiving Day and it was just really ugly start to finish. Any explanation that you're hearing from Alan Park or just your own observation?
9: I mean, just a stinker. I mean, when you play three games in eleven days, I think something like that can come up. Certainly not an excuse, but they were just sloppy. Um, credit Green Bay. They came in. They had a good plan. They got after Jared Goff. And look, when you lose the turnover battle, they got lucky against Chicago. That was four to one. Uh, usually, when you lose that differential by three, you ain't winning a football game. And um, they got lucky, you know, on Sunday, and it, it bit them again on Thursday. And they weren't so lucky this time. So. You know, I think they they talk it up to you know one of those games. Um, they got a chance to kind of regroup, have a little buy. They got healthier, um, and they're going to go back at it on on Sunday, and they expect to play much better football.
1: So, when you take the time to get the legs back, and you mentioned the three games in eleven days, when they lost on Thanksgiving to the Packers, what do you expect Sunday in New Orleans?
9: I expect a much better effort. Um, I expect a football team that's not going to hurt themselves as much as they have been uh, with some of the penalties, obviously the turnovers which we talked about um, and, and just some of the mistakes that have been a little bit uncharacteristic of what we've seen um, you know, the previous nine games. Um, I expect them to be better. Like I said, they're healthy. Um, they should have their five starting offensive linemen back. Uh, we could see Bruce Irvin for the first time. Maybe that gives them a little bit of a boost on the edge defensively. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you need a game like that. You need a little bit of wake-up Oh, you start beating your chest a little bit, you win a few weeks, you think um, you know you can just show up, and that's not the case in this league. And so um, Dan Campbell's excited about this opportunity. Obviously, he's going home, um, won a lot of games in, in the Superdome, and um, I would expect a much better effort from Detroit on Sunday.
1: Who are players as we look at this stretch coming up with the Lions with the three games and the loss column lead on the Vikings and the Packers, and the Vikings losing – Those last two to the Broncos and the Bears really is a bonus to Detroit. A lot of people aren't talking about. uh, But what areas need to be better uh, the rest of this season for the Lions to have a shot at winning a playoff game?
9: Well, I think they've got to marriage their their pass rush and their coverage a lot better. Um, You look at the 23 sacks that they have, that's ranked 26th in the NFL. Um, And really, when you break it down, I mean, 18 of those came in three games huge. So, you know, there's been no consistency with the pass rush. They've been held without a sack in four games this year so. I think that's got to get better. Um, you look at their three losses and Lamar Jackson, Geno Smith, and and you know Thursday with Love. They were able to just sit back there in, in the pocket. They completed seventy five of hundred passes for over a thousand yards, eight touchdowns, no picks, at one hundred thirty five passer rating. That's what happens in this league when you let guys sit there in the pocket. You can't pressure them. Um, nobody can cover for that long. So I think that's got to be one of the big emphasis. Um, with this team and then, you know, getting some of those takeaways on defense, the big plays, the game changers. Um, They've got to get back to doing some of those things, punching the ball out. Um, You know, they've gone a few games now, you know, with with limited takeaways and those are such huge plays in this league. So, you know, guys like Cam Sutton, um, guys like Aiden Hutchinson, I I, I think Lions need, you know, some of their playmakers on defense, the guys that they count on to step up and and make some plays because I think we all feel pretty confident, especially when the offensive line is healthy that this offense can go and score points as long as they take
1: care of the football so improving that pass rush what would you do what what would be the adjustments because I get that Hutch is seeing a lot of double teams if not triple teams at times Uh, I look at that and I also look at when he has a clean pocket Golf is a better quarterback Uh, what's the quick fix here dealing through injuries and what personnel the Lions have
9: Well, I don't know how much you can do. You know, obviously they made the decision not to upgrade um, in terms of the trade deadline. Again, we talked about earlier, we'll see what what Bruce Irvin can bring. I talked to him this week. He's excited. He's in football shape. um, And he thinks he can add a lot. He thinks there's a lot in the tank. You know, James Houston is a guy um, who we've seen at practice kind of working his way back. That could be an addition in December, but I think it just comes down to guys winning their one-on-ones, you know? Guys like James Pascal, who was a second-round pick last year, a guy that they've counted on. He's healthy. I haven't heard his name a lot, you know? Guys like John Kaminsky, um, who does a lot of the dirty work, but, you know, find a way to make a play, too. I think it just really comes down to you know guys having to win their one-on-one matchups and, and do it more frequently.
1: 720 man, DetroitLions.com. You can follow everything Lions 24-7 at DetroitLions.com. Are they a playoff win-ready team when you look at the Lions right now? I
9: think so. You know, I think they can score with anybody. And if that game's at home, um, we've seen what kind of advantage Ford Field can be. I think that's why they want to win this division so bad. They want to play that first game um, and potentially more at Ford Field. I think it gives them such a huge edge. I just think when they can score the way that they can, um, I think they can be in any game, and I think they can win any game. And if you mix in a couple sacks, a big play, a key takeaway with how much you know, confidence they have in their offense, I think they can win a game, especially at
1: home. Yeah, they're in a battle right now for the two or three seed. I think it's going to be tough to catch Philly. They keep having these uh, comebacks, which are unbelievable against quality teams. But, you know, tied for second, they don't have the conference tiebreaker with the Niners right now three seed will still keep you away more than likely from the Cowboys and you'll get a home playoff game. So, you know, three up in the loss column on the Vikings and the Packers. That is huge, Timmy.
9: Yeah, it's huge. Uh, the magic numbers down to four, right? It's been a long time. since wow. we start counting down some magic. When was numbers? last time we talked There's about magic like
1: numbers with the lions, right? <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So it's
9: uh, it's good to start doing that stuff. Just, stay on pace. Obviously, there was a hiccup there on Thanksgiving. Uh, that happens. Um, and But you can't let it build. Right? You can't start this thing where you start talking about a losing streak. They've been good all year with bouncing back after a loss. They'll need to do it this week to, to lower that uh, magic number, keep three games ahead of um, of Minnesota who's on the bye and and then you're rolling and, and all of a sudden week 16, week 18 um, are, are very important I'd say week 17 at Dallas too but you got Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota so a key ending there, you'd like to have a little bit of cushion going into those last three games
1: Timmy, always appreciate your time enjoy that trip to New Orleans on Sunday
9: I will. Thank
1: you, guys. All right, Tim, yeah, Tim 20 dot DetroitLions.com columnist joining us from Allen Park on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber, they bring their beans up from Central America. They're roasted in Grand Rapids. You can order up Roast Umber Coffee for your business or home online at RoastUmber.com. Look for Roast Umber at your local stores. And also they have the ultimate uh, wake-up drink. No additives, no sugar. The Nitro Cold Brew in a can. Uh, Look for that at retailers, and you can order it online at RoastUmber.com. That is RoastUmber.com. If you want to join in on our Honolulu Blue Huge Question of the Day presented by Coppercraft Distillery, how many Pistons games have you been to this year, and how many have you watched on TV? It's as bad as I've ever seen it. And my Lord, how much longer for a rebuild? We'll talk to Keith Langloyd pissins.com in about an hour. You can answer those questions on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge,
0: 24-7, at thehugeshow.net.
1: Imagine this,
3: winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class rooms and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris
7: and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser Busch Miller Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now the Pistons and NBA action is out there with the NBA in-season tournament. Time for you to get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and then you can get one hundred and fifty instantly in bonus bets. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. You. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers will get that 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE. The crown is yours. Remember, code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get that $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA game game if you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help call the michigan department of health and human services gambling disorder helpline at 1-800-270-7117 must be 21 or older physically present in michigan eligibility and deposit restrictions apply bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com basketball terms
0: you're listening to the huge show on the michigan sports network
1: We are back live across Michigan Wednesday broadcast presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow all sports boys and girls all season long at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, MHSAA on Facebook, and you can watch on demand and live boys and girls high school sports at MHSAA.tv. Let's go talk about Tiger Woods. It was pretty cool to see him on the practice range, walking into the, look like scores tent, checking in, saying he's going to try and play a tournament a month. Bill Hobson, one of our LPGA and PGA Tour insiders from Michigan Golf Live, the radio version heard Saturdays during the golf season, TV version on Valley Sports Detroit year around. He joins us. How are you doing, Billy?
10: I am doing pretty well. It's always nice to talk golf at a time when there's a couple inches of snow on the ground.
1: Yeah, 21 degrees, a blowing wind, a couple inches of snow on the ground, and I can't wait to get Bill on the phone and talk golf. Well, it's
10: better than asking me to meet you on the first tee at
1: 2 p.m. Mm, Yeah, but it is cool. I I rewatched just a clip of him from the PGA Twitter feed on just hitting the ball. Still looks good. Still has that limp, I think, that will be with him forever. But to hear him him say, beyond this hero challenge down in the Bahamas this weekend, but that he's going to try and play a tournament a month, that is great news.
10: I hope it happens that way. Uh, that would be good for everybody involved. And I guarantee you that there are some executives at CBS and NBC and Golf Channel who really hope that that can happen Because they've got, you know, they're faced with this issue of whether or not they can find a way to draw people to to watch the uh, the tournaments. And if Tiger does one a month, that could lend itself to a major per month. But it could also perhaps include something like the Players Championship. It uh, it could be maybe there's some sort of a non-major where he has a sponsor relationship that might uh, might make him a part of it. But we are getting ahead of ourselves a little bit because what we what we have always kind of known is that he can, with some caution, still make a golf swing. The challenge is walking uh, for a week at a time. And, yes, there are some flat, friendly surfaces. Uh, Augusta is not one of them, uh, but there are some out there. Uh, and that's what remains to be seen. We saw him caddying for Charlie in a tournament a few weeks ago and that's great but certainly that's not going to be a a tour length um, kind of a walk for him. So it all remains to be seen what's left in that right leg and how the rest of his body reacts to it. But it is exciting to at least you know see him out there again in any shape or form. Um, Billy, we, we I don't know I don't know how much you would have wager uh, on whether he was going to ever be seen again you know, with a club in his hands in a competitive setting, but I don't think the I don't think the majority of people thought it would ever happen. Granted, this is an exhibition week, but it's it's against a pretty good competition. So let's hope he does well, and more than anything, let's hope he is able to make his way around.
1: Also, Tiger's showing his leadership, and he's done this during the live tour when it began, and even as late as yesterday, talking to the media. He's on that PGA player board. Uh, those negotiations really slowed down from all that talk uh, last summer. Uh, your thoughts on what the future of the PGA Tour is connected to this live situation?
10: Um, when Tiger speaks, people listen. And in his press conference, and he said that what the commissioner did cannot and will not happen again. He was referring to the dishonesty with which Jay Monahan treated the players who are his bosses. Um, that was a mess. And it's not over with entirely yet. I, I haven't come away fully convinced that by the time we get past Christmas, that Jay Monahan will still be the commissioner. Now, maybe he will be, but it will be with a great deal of attention paid to him by the players who. Uh, I think it's fair to say, got a little lazy, got a little fat and happy and stopped paying attention to what the commissioner was doing when they weren't in the room. Uh, And in the end, he ended up making promises to the potential live world that he can't cash, that these players are not buying into. And to their credit, they've now taken a stand. That's why those discussions have slowed down and largely gone away, Billy, uh, because Monaghan went out there blowing smoke and creating a deal that none of them, not none of them, but not enough of them would support. And that's all going to kind of blow up. I think we're quite a ways away from seeing a merger of some sort take place. Um, And we're also a ways away from being done hearing about potential player defections to live. So, as I say on one hand, I think that the merger is not nearly done. I also think we might see some names, um, we might see some guys that we didn't think would ever go to live, go to live. Because the dollars being offered are gigantic, and maybe they can't resist anymore.
1: Yeah, what was interesting is that, did I see Rom reportedly, and again, what's real, uh, what's fiction when it comes to Twitter and reports said was it over three hundred million to join the Live Tour? It was
10: six hundred, was the reported offer. It was wow. five hundred the max Homa. Um, you know, let's let's not forget that even though for people living in the real world there's some concerns about the health of the financial status of, you know, of the economy, that's not the case in Saudi Arabia. They <laughs> they're doing just fine. So if they want to throw around Monopoly money and try to go and lure some of these guys in, uh, the size of the check is not really their challenge. Live has never been about the turning of a profit. That's not the point of live. Uh, that's not their concern. All they have to do is bring the spigots around on the oil wells and they'll, they'll make up for whatever they decide to pay out. Uh, the question is whether or not those players – um, have decided that the price tag for their um, for their morality, I guess I would say, uh, is has finally been reached. Um, so I don't know. Uh, maybe Rom says, "Hey guys, thanks for the offer, but I'm not going anywhere." Maybe Max says the same thing. You know, after you play on a Ryder Cup team like Max did and like Rom has several times, um, I would think it would be really hard to go and run to live, knowing that you won't be playing in any more Ryder Cups. However, Henrik Stenson was supposed to be the Ryder Cup captain, and he took the money and ran. So um, these days, silly, everybody seems to have a price tag, and uh, so I won't be surprised if there's another major announcement at some point, but I will be surprised if we see this proposed merger take place anywhere before time.
1: I would say, though, man, and I saw maybe a, I thought I saw 300 million. If it's 600 million and you're John Rahm and that is a firm offer, how on earth do you turn that down?
10: Well, you know, I, that's a fair question, but it's it's also. Um, I, I don't know, it gets into one of those philosophical discussions of how much is enough, you know, Rom's. You know, I was making in that rent range of 80 to 100 million a year. So, uh, you know, none of that money is realistic to, to me because I can't relate to any of those dollars. So I, I've, um, <laughs> I've, I've been blessed over the years to have all of my needs met, and I have never sat around going, I wish I just had 100 million more. So I, I don't know. I can't relate to it, but I can understand why it would be a very difficult decision to make. Um, But for a guy like Ron, who has at least, for the most part, appeared to be focused on legacy, then that decision becomes more difficult. Because no matter what you say about the future potential of live golfers, right now, they don't have any entry into world ranking points. They don't have any guaranteed entry into majors unless they have qualified some other way. Um, and so you're taking a big risk that you're you're rarely going to be heard from again. I mean, just, just uh, you know, look at some of the guys who I live, who you were surprised went. But when's the last time you, you saw Lee Westwood do anything or Sergio Garcia? Um, we'll see Dustin, we'll see Kepka, and we'll see Deschambeau at the majors, but that's it. It's the only time you're going to see them, unless you feel like diving deep on YouTube and going to find a, We're on the CW to go and find a mid-event. So from a career legacy standpoint, it's still not a good move. From a family financial legacy standpoint, it's a hard argument to make.
1: Yeah, Bill, I'll just say this, and I go back to that Netflix series with the PGA on Dustin Johnson when he said it's lifetime security. Uh, I, I get the tradition. I understand all that. But if you're John Rahm, you are European. I know is Arizona State, and you know lives uh, here in the states. But six hundred million is six hundred million, and that's the type of money they have in that Saudi public trust fund. Uh, I, and maybe they're doing that also by trying to expedite the PGA to finalize whatever agreement live in the PGA Tour had. That could also be part of this
10: could be. Um, But remember, that 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 whole thing, even though Monaghan acted as if he had the imperial power to flip the switch, that whole thing doesn't happen unless the players ratify it. And at least from what I'm reading right now, they're not going to ratify the terms as they've been proposed. Um, I haven't seen a definition of what it is they want changed but there, remember, there are a good number of players who turned down the initial invitation from LIV based on the blood and argument, the source of the money argument. And if this—they keep telling me merger is the wrong word, but I can't find a better one—if this merger takes place, that issue is still on the table. It, it's, it's still the same money coming from the same people that you had a problem with. And I think that's the, the big sticking point. Um, there's one school of thought out there that says that there's a like a venture capital group that's in America that might buy into you know eighty percent of it and the others dollars would come from the PIF, the PIF fund. It's very confusing. It's it's actually kind of mind numbing to sit there and try to figure it all out. Here's what I know, Billy. The more this conversation takes place. The less the average golfer, like you, like me, like everybody listening who loves the game, the less we care about professional golf on the PGA Tour. We'll turn our attention to the LPGA. We'll pay more attention to the PGA Tour champions. We'll watch the majors. I'm not pretending that we wouldn't watch the Masters or something like that. But week to week, this stuff becomes very disheartening. Um, it, It takes away from what I think was the the, the the main lure of the competition each week, which was you don't make the cut, you don't get paid. You've got pressure on Friday, then you've got pressure on the weekends, and um, these elevated events and all this other stuff that turns everything into a grab for cash. It's about as attractive as it is when it happens in the NBA or when it happens in baseball. Um, it just turns you off. So these are numbers you can't really relate to and the guys have become so insular and hard to get to know that I'll just become distant figures that are competing in this weird world that none of us have ever entered and never will. And um, I don't know, but for me, it just kind of starts to lose a little bit of its luster.
1: Well, the big thing that the PGA Tour really, since its inception, fought in terms of marketing and image was that it was an elitist group. Okay. And they, and they've gotten through that and we've had the, you know, John Daly types and Tiger. You know, covered the whole spectrum, and I, I just believe that, it, like, in fairness of what you want to earn, where you want to work, what you want to do. If another entity is offering John Rahm 600 million dollars and he takes it, I don't blame him one bit. I don't.
10: Yeah, I, I hear you, and I, I, I totally understand that side of the argument, and I have no. Um, no axe to grind on behalf of the PGA Tour. I, 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 don't have, I don't care if it survives or not. It's not that big of a deal in my world. I, I love the game at the amateur level. I would just say this. Um, I would love to think that there is still a place in this world for putting what you value among, uh, above a dollar figure. And I've had people say to me, well, that's because you've never been offered $600 million dollars. True, and I would also like to think—I'd like to think this is just my conjecture—that if it, if the if the offer to me came from a source that I found detestable, reprehensible, and evil, that I would say no, no matter what the amount was.
1: That's personal choice, and I I see your point, Bill, and I I don't agree with everything going on in the world, but uh, the game of golf. Uh, There are people who are prospering uh, who use these golfers and it's a two-way street. I I was curious, before I let you go, I got about 90 seconds. Rory McIlroy was on that player's board with Tiger and others. He was replaced by Jordan Spieth. The way he left abruptly, there must have been something he just didn't like about where this merger slash agreement was going.
10: I agree. My... um my understanding is that it could be connected to Rory's desire to see Monahan no longer be the commissioner and not finding the support for that, uh, that wish. Now, I don't know if that's the case. I've talked to some longtime golf writers and reporters who are on tour every week, certainly more than I am. uh, And that's just one of the theories out there, but it was sudden. It was kind of surprising. Um, But after all Rory went through last year and it did end up impacting his play. Um, He was he was the voice at the forefront of defending the PGA Tour, and then basically got stabbed in the back like a scene out of Sopranos by Monahan. I don't think Rory wanted to spend any more time in a room with Jay Monahan.
1: I agree, and there's some politicking going on. I've always wondered this too, and I know they're going to try that stadium thing. We'll talk about that in a further. Uh, or further down the road in a conversation. But I, I do got to get to a network break. I, I have my thoughts that Tiger and Rory could take over golf and have their own tour and basically become the American version of uh, Live. But we'll get to that uh, at, next week or something. Bill, I got to go. Thank you so much. Hey, we talk golf in the winter. That's always fun. Yeah, I Thanks love it. Will. One Wonderful conversation. Bill Hobson, Michigan Golf Live. Look for the TV version on Valley Sports Detroit. Everything you need with this show is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.
0: The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on a Wednesday, presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. If you're just tuning in, I opened up with huge opinions on the college football playoff ranking last night. I still don't see how Michigan is at two when they've won at Penn State and beat Ohio State in the last three games. I don't get it. But we understand politics and college sports more than ever connected to Michigan. I dropped a huge opinion on Jonathan Smith and his new contract that Jim Comperoni from SpartanMeg.com tweeted out some of the highlights. This tells you what to expect if you're a Spartan football fan. If he reaches seven total wins over the next three seasons... He gets an automatic year added to his contract. Seven total wins. I think that tells you how bare the talent cupboard is in East Lansing. But I do trust that Coach Smith will build a culture and a roster that will make Michigan State championship-level competitive within five years. I said it yesterday, and I'll say it again to the Michigan State fan, you have got to be patient. You have to. We also talked about Patrick Kane hitting the ice at a Wings practice uni for the first time. Daniela Bruce and Paul Woods from the Wings Radio Network joined us. He won't play tonight against the Rangers. Could play next week. That's a huge pickup. Paul Woods said he believes based on talent now with the addition of Kane, the Wings are a top-four team in the Eastern Conference right now, and I agree with them. Doug Karst joined us, the voice of Michigan, looking ahead to the Iowa game on Saturday night, where the Wolverines are a 23-and-a-half-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. And the over-under, I think this is the lowest connected to a Michigan game. It was pretty low last year in the Illinois-Michigan game. I'm tr- I want to say that was could have been high 30s, low 40s, but 35-and-a-half in the Big Ten championship game. And with college championship weekend with the conference finales, I do expect Oregon to beat Washington. I think Alabama will beat Georgia. And Florida State will go down to Louisville. Michigan will end up beating Iowa. I don't care if it's 10-7, just win, get the trophy, and move on to the college football final four. Michigan then would be the one seed. And as I project, if Georgia, Washington, and Florida State all lose, three of the top four right now, Oregon by beating Washington, they'll be in. Alabama, I believe, would jump Texas because they beat Georgia. I know they'll be screaming and yelling. Texas has Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. I believe that they would jump Texas. So Alabama, so let's say Oregon would go to number two. Alabama gets in, and I think that's the spot where Ohio State would get in if you have those three teams lose. Or it would be Texas because they won at Alabama and they had an extra game, and they are conference champions if they beat Oklahoma State. So that would keep Ohio State out. So then it would be Michigan, Texas in the Sugar Bowl down in New Orleans, and Alabama, Oregon out at the Rose Bowl. That's just what I'm kind of feeling. And Ohio State only gets in if Texas would lose to Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game. More on college football coming up before we're done. Right now, let's go talk to Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. Uh, one of the best, if not uh, the top guy when it comes to NBA information and opinions. He is standing by on the Roast number Coffee Guess sign every every time I'm watching a basketball documentary, there's Scoop Jackson.
11: <laughs> yeah, man, I used to be funny. I've been in a few and um now that seems to be my entire life and that seems to be all I'm doing
1: now. Hey, I've had the Garnett one we talked about, and then uh who who's the dude from LA that you were in? Oh, Shea Cotton. Yeah, the cotton one, which was an awesome, yeah. awesome documentary. Yeah. And you were you were busting out, you were borderline MC Hammer Gear uh, when I saw you on that court with him. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, we're into the baggy days, man. You know, Boy, that was, uh, I was like Scoop because I I remember that. I think I got out of you know I was watching on my couch and I went to grab a, a, something to drink and I heard the voice and I turned and I said Scoop and you were like on <laughs> L.A. playground with him, right? You kind of discovered yeah, him we and blew right him up, there. right?
11: Yep. Yeah, yeah. We were out there in, in Crenshaw, you know, out of uh, out of this high school in the back shooting around. I think he beat me ten <laughs> zip, man. When you
0: man when
12: you
11: but, it wasn't even close, but that, that was funny, but nobody, well, I, I think around the L.A. area at the time, they kind of knew about Shea, but because um, uh, his brother, uh, his older brother was a great basketball player and, and uh, had, a, had a decent college career, but Shea was a phenom at such an early age, usually in grammar school, and I kind of got lucky because my first assignment for Slam Magazine was covering... That Nike basketball camp that he entered, and he was one of the youngest people there. He was a sophomore in high school at that time, playing against Kevin, because that's why I met Kevin Garnett, and I met Paul Pierce, and I Mm. met Chris Carter. All of them were in the camp, and of the people in that camp, Shea walked away with the MVP as a sophomore.
10: Mm.
11: So I wrote about that in Slam Magazine, so I kind of like, I don't want to say I put him on the map, but I, I was one of the people on the national level that gave notice.
1: So. Yeah, it was a great documentary, man. The dude was really honest, and it was just life is all about timing. And, it, you know, the game was more physical, too. That's one thing. We'll get to the current uh, state of the NBA, but the game was more physical back then. People, the paint, you owned it. It was if you went in, get ready, you're going to get an elbow. You're going to, you know, you're yeah. going to get bodied up. And now I, they're, they're, I like about six or seven teams I can watch, Scoop, but this AAU-style basketball of just gunning, turning around, not playing defense, not showing emotion. And, um, there might be eight teams that I, I really enjoy watching, and those eight teams are usually the teams who are competing for championships because they still bring some physicality and emotion to the game. But, gosh, I the NBA needs to do something in my mind. They really do, Scoop. I don't know what it is.
11: Yeah, it's funny because we always go through these generational changes with the game because right. I, I remember you know, when the game was shifting over – you know what? Thirty years ago, and you know even before that, let's let's go let's go back to when it was transitioning to when the NBA came over here in the mid seventies, and they didn't you know the traditionalists didn't want any part of what you know George Irving Julius Irving George McGinnis you know, they, you know the Denver Nuggets with David Thompson and Dan Issel you know they didn't want any part of that moving up and down fast paced scoring a lot of points non-traditional, non-half-court basketball. They didn't want that. They didn't want them flying in the air and all the acrobatics and the fancy styles, you know. They, they didn't want any of that. They, they, they'd rather see Dale Goodrich than Pete Maravich. You know what I'm saying? They they didn't want any of that. And then, you know, you look at the transition of style from Michael Jordan to, you know, Allen Iverson and Stefan Marbury and, you know, that whole ball handling, you know, movement, going to the hole, even though the physicality was there, there was pushback against that. I remember Bob Ryan told me, back in the, it was, I was at ESPN at the time. So this was after 2005. And Bob Ryan, one of the top journalists we have in his business. I, I, it Whatever Dallas, Dallas played, uh, who did they play? Did they played Cleveland. I think it was the, the, the finals that Dallas won. I, Bob Ryan basically said, this is the first time him, him being at the finals in 10 years, he basically was boycotting that style of basketball. You know, so we go through these stages of the game going through transitions, and, and it's hard for us who, you know, weren't weren't traditionalists back in the day, but we come to traditionalists because the way the game played prior to the way it's played now and how we hold that style of play against it and how difficult it is sometimes for us to adapt to, you know, what's going on. Um, so I'm not arguing with you. Um, I've tried to always be one to look at that entire scope of it and not just apply it to now and understand that, you know, the game, kind of like I don't want to sound like my man, um, uh, 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 Clayvon, Va- I mean, uh, uh, Barsdale, Avon Barsdale on the wire, but the game is going to be the game, man. You know, and, and if you love basketball, so everything is worth it, you, You kind of got to accept. You don't have to like it, but you have to accept the transitions because, it's all a part of the game evolving, and sometimes it evolves in you know a way you don't like it. Sometimes it evolves in a way that it, that is you know that people like. I can't say it's good or bad for the game because it it is what the you know it is what it is, it, and and I, I try to like keep an open mind about that because we've been through this right from generation to generation.
1: I get it. I, I still like watching Boston and Milwaukee, especially with Dame now uh, with Giannis and. You know, Orlando's a young, upcoming team uh, that I like. Uh, I still can watch Golden State any day of the week. Uh, I love watching Denver. I think they still bring, even though they like to run a gun and shoot a lot, they bring some physical play to it. Minnesota's been a pleasant surprise this year. And and Luka and Dallas and Phoenix, because I like Booker because he's from uh, Grand Rapids. So in Oklahoma City's another young team. The Pistons, though, man, I wanted to get you on. I, I yeah. You know, they started off decent, and uh, the losing streak's at, what, 14? And I I, I, I don't – they've gone through all the, hey, we're going to be bad, and we're going to get these lottery picks. We're going to change the coach. We're going to do right. this. We're going to change the staff. We're going to change video people, shooting coaches. We're going to do all this. And it is worse than ever right now with the Pistons. Yeah. the
11: thing I wanted to ask you. Is it worse than ever? Or are they just
1: going through a bad stretch? I don't know. That's where that, that's why I'm asking you. You've been on every basketball documentary. Hey, you know
11: what? Here's the thing, man. And, and once again, I try to look, always look at the big picture and try to be as comprehensive as possible in my public assessment of, th- of things. And I think you and I have been having these conversations for at least four or five years. And, Every year around the beginning of the season, we have a Detroit Pistons conversation. I always speak with the ray of hope because I'm always like, all right, they're one player away. All they need to do is do this. They could be, you know, uh, I think a couple of years ago I said they could be the Charlotte Hornets or whatever. Uh, they, could, You know, whatever the Eastern team that came out of nowhere, and get, they have a chance to do that. They're just missing this piece or the other. You know, uh, Dwayne Casey just needs to do – You know, there's always just small changes they just need to make to get them over the hump. This is the first time that I'm like, one, I'm not going to say that anymore because I'm tired of saying it and being wrong. <laughs> but two, I do not have an answer for you. Mm. What's going on in Detroit? And I'm looking at it from the outside looking in. With Monty being there, you know, when it starting out the way it did because it looked like it's promising. And like you said, there's always growing pages you have to go through. But this last stretch, especially the last 10, 11 games, I do not have an answer. Like, I don't know what's not clicking, what's going wrong. And, I, you know, it, it's hard to look at that and look at the Bulls at the same time. You know, so I really cannot put it. I could put an answer to the Bulls. I got this but their problems have been going on and they've been the same problem for the last three years. This with Detroit, with all the changes they made, like you said, from the bottom up, the rebuild that they've basically done, I cannot understand why they're sitting at the bottom of the East right now. You know, I could see if it all fell apart after All-Star break. But for it to happen this early with basically no real, real, real health issues that are taking major players out for, you know, the whole 15, 17 games, I don't – I can't pinpoint what it is, man. You know, at this point, I used to have to maybe start looking at culture and ownership. And I don't like saying those things without having, like, you know – Concrete facts on this is exactly what the problem is, but you, through the process of elimination, what else is left
1: to point the fingers at? GM, uh, GM's a lad, the guy. The GM's done all this, put it all together. I mean, you, I, you know, to me, when I, when I look at teams underachieving and there aren't injuries, I know Bogdanovich could be, you know, fifteen points a game. You lose, but uh, they have enough young depth. Uh, to step up. I know I've heard the word young leadership's a factor. True point guard. You know, Cade's not a true NBA point guard. He's not quick enough. Uh, they don't have one. I think that hurts. It's like not having a quarterback to get the ball to your receivers or Bye. Bye. swing it out to your running back out of the backfield. Uh, Money is tough. You get a new way that he's telling them, this is how we do it. I don't care how you've done it in the past. That's an adjustment period. But with the way they started, I didn't see this. And then now 14 straight losses. I doubt they're going to beat the Lakers uh, tonight. So that would be a franchise record 15. And like you, you're saying exactly what I have been saying the last couple of days. I- I've run out of trying to explain it. And the only other thing you can do, and and gosh, it's not starting over, but it's finding a GM that's been a winner, that has won, that has that. Understands everything, but you already changed coaches. You you've right brought in you brought, in, you there. brought in, you brought in positional players to create depth. I mean, what else can you do? And let, you know, it's up to the guys. And one of my opinions I posted on the huge Show social networks. I said, look, you could even change a GM, but I don't think that does anything right now. It's up to these players to suck it up and show that they want to change things. Look, Bagley's
11: coming. I mean, uh, Bogdanovich is coming back. But here's the thing: playing... He's playing. I want to know, and that, that may help. We don't know if, if they win like a three, if they win three games and he gets back, there's more continuity. We'll, we'll see. And Thompson is playing well. He's one of the better rookies that is playing good basketball. But here's what I want to know. What's stopping them? And when, I'm not saying they had to do it this year. But what's stopping them from being Orlando? Because it's almost the same thing, really. Like building young, building around young players, learning how to play with one another. What, what, what does Orlando have, literally, that Detroit
1: doesn't? I think they got tougher players, to be honest. Uh, okay. I, I really I think mentally tougher players. Kate Cunningham is not a mentally tough player. He's a great talent. And we'll, we'll see if he's ever going to enter the penthouse of the NBA. I don't think he will. But again, I'm not writing the guy off. He's still young. Uh, Duran has a, a man's body, but he's still young. And if you don't have a point guard or somebody who's playing the two-man game, he's going to be doing nothing but cleaning up the glass and getting boards. Uh, Ivy is better in the open court, not a shooter. I I think the lack of pure shooting, that's why Bogdanovich's loss did sting. Uh, Maybe they wouldn't have a 14-game losing streak. They might have a few more wins if they had Bogdanovich. If you think about it, pure shooters. Okay, What, What built Golden State? Pure shooters. Uh, right. what, what, what does Denver have? What does Boston have? What's Dame? What, what's Milwaukee? on go down the list. The, the teams I like to watch that are good. Miami run they had last year. You know, I I think what I like about Orlando, they they're young, but they have some tough dudes.
11: yeah, well, yeah, I can see that. That that makes that makes a lot of sense. But it seems that it's. Let me ask you this. Do the players get along with one another? Because I was about to say, the one thing I know for sure about Orlando is that the players actually like each other. Like, they literally like each other. Like, they're rolling with each other all the time. I don't know if that's happening. Uh, Is it happening in Detroit?
1: I don't know. I mean, when I do see, again, I'm not there. When I do see players showing up at another Detroit sporting event or whatever, I don't... See a lot of the dudes hanging out. I don't feel the chemistry. That's a good point. That could be a big part of it because if dudes are just showing up, getting a paycheck, it's going to be tough to win.
11: You got to be one of the teammates at this point, point. And, and to me, that's what it looks like. And that I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking this out to you and figuring out in my head. Maybe that's what it is because it seems like in Orlando, they're more than just teammates. You know, they, they and you don't want to use the overused term as, as family especially professional sports, because that's never the truth. But from a player standpoint, it seemed like they roll with each other as one, as a family. Like, we boys, we doing this together. You know, they're, they're, you know, they're unified in a different way beyond just being teammates. Um, and maybe that's what's missing in Detroit. And maybe that's something Marty has to figure out. You know, um, how do you build that? How do you get this? And maybe that's what you're starting to do. And I hate to start saying this because you you've already gone to rebuild start looking at what you have on paper as assets. And then you and whoever the GM may be, because I'm I'm with you, that that might have to be a change. But going into next year, maybe you and the new GM start looking at what you have on a roster as assets to get players in here to build Mm. a team that's more like a family as opposed to Fifteen players that
1: just look at themselves as just teammates for the time being. Yeah, Scoop, man. I another rebuild. Uh they moved down to the new stadium a few years ago from Auburn Hills to downtown Detroit. I, I don't I don't know if that franchise could afford another rebuild. We'll see tonight. Uh, when uh, they can start a win streak or the losing streak will hit fifteen against the Lakers. I gotta get to a network T man. We'll catch up and talk hoop soon, okay?
11: Be happy because at least both of your teams, basketball and football, don't suck. All
1: right. <laughs> hey, the Bears beat the I, I, Vikings I, 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 twelve ten. Hey, don't discount the Bears. I think Justin Fields hey, is I think Justin stop. Fields is playing the two guard for the Bulls now. He's playing for both teams. <laughs> I was about to say, don't make me hang up on you for the first time. No, Justin Fields, he's got a good game. He can put it on the floor, he has a nice little fadeaway jumper. He does. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, man. Right, we love it, Scoop, man. You take care, <laughs> Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. Yeah, if you watch any NBA any NBA documentaries on it, I've known him since the Slam days when I was on AM one thousand in Chicago. Man, I was riding, I was riding high. No kids living in a high rise. All I had was one business card that I would flip out to the ladies and say, on the front it said, "Do you know who I am?" Hmm. That was like a gold card. <laughs> Keith Langloyd Pistons.com. He'll tell us what's going inside behind closed doors in the Pistons organization. He'll check in. Losing streak. I'm looking at the schedule. Could it 15 15 tonight against the Lakers? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? Another rebuild? Oh, my God. How do you sell that to the fans? How do you do that? Troy Weaver has created another rebuild. Wow. That's crazy. Flat out nuts. So Keith Langloy from Pissons.com in about 10 minutes. Also, end of the hour, our weekly True and Blue conversation with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police as we take you inside law enforcement agencies across the state and showcase some of the great men and women who protect and serve on a daily basis. And before the hour is done, we'll hear from Sergeant Fidel Morales from the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. To all the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge.
1: It's time to go in the huddle. One two three, top
4: right. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The game: Michigan against Ohio State. The third-ranked Wolverines hosting the second-ranked Buckeyes in an all-time top five matchup. What a day it was for the maize and blue on a cold Saturday afternoon. It was the Wolverines picking up their third consecutive victory over the Buckeyes, matching their mark from 1995 to '97, and securing during their second straight undefeated regular season, even without their suspended head coach, Jim Harbaugh, even losing Will Johnson and All-American guard Zach Zinter. An interim head coach in Sharon Moore, the Wolverines made the plays necessary to win the game. You must win the turnover battle and you have to win the ground game if you're going to win this one, and Michigan did both, and that sets them up for their third consecutive trip to Indy where they'll take on the West Winners Iowa at 8 p.m.
1: on Saturday on Fox. Huge cheer for Van Andel Institute Purple Community! Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Friday,
6: December first, at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record
9: of the year is Better Man. Man Better album
5: Man. of the year, Killing Time. Come on!
0: Black with special guest Josh Grayson nothing can start at40 dollars
6: on sale now at the box office and etix.com arm, run, black and Josh Grayson Friday December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort.
1: Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at TheUrbanU.com. That's TheUrbanU.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers until December. 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at TheUrbanU.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to TheUrbanU.com.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan 19 radio station. Strong for the one close to you on the Michigan Sports Network. Go to the huge show. net. You can listen on the free stream weekdays at 3 there. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you have mobile service. Or if you want to catch up and listen on your schedule. Our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart. Podbean and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Pistons 14 game losing streak could be 15 tonight. Mm. Man, I got to figure out a way to fix this. I, I said it's on the players in my opinion yesterday and I stick with it. I mean, they've changed coaches. They have all the draft picks. They spend money. It's incredible. New coaching staff that had championship level structure, and they're the worst team in the NBA right now going into that Lakers game. Keith Langloy, com is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest Sign. And Keith, I didn't see this coming.
12: Well, I, I, I didn't see all the injuries coming. And, you know, I, I know nobody wants to hear about it, but I don't, I, you know, I'm not saying it's only a matter of injuries, but. Overwhelmingly, the number one reason why they are where they are right now is, is their injury situation. We knew coming into the season, look, Las Vegas, the odds makers who, uh, you know, you, all you have to do is look at the skyline there. They're pretty good at what they do. Um, I think they set the win total with the Pistons in high 20s right now. So, and that was with the expectation that Bogdanovich would be in the lineup and Monte Morris would be in the lineup and Joe Harris and Jalen Duran wouldn't miss a bunch of times with a sprained ankle and on and on and on. You know, I, I looked at the. Uh, as of yesterday morning, the um, the list of the team's most affected by injury was uh, the Pistons have been leading that by a good margin all season. Memphis just inched ahead of them with uh, I think believe it was as through games of Monday seventy seven man games lost to injury to seventy six for the Pistons. Memphis, a team that's won fifty plus games each of the last two years, is I believe three and thirteen right now. So injuries, no matter you know you can you can talk about anything else you want here and there's there's some valid things that need to get better injuries are the overwhelming reason they are where they are
1: so uh, who's the biggest injury is it Bogdanovich not having his you know 15 17 points a game who would you say they've missed the most during this 14 game losing streak
12: well I would I would put that number one Bogdanovich averaged 21 a game last year and shot 40 percent from three and you know, look, Troy Weaver has said consistently that he was he did not want to field a team of all 20 and 21 and 22-year-olds, and that's what the Pistons have right now. He wanted to surround them with some veterans. Well, the guys that have been missing are not only their veterans, but they're also their three-point shooters. It's It's... Bogdanovich, forty percent three point shooter. It's Alec Burks was great in the first three games. The Pistons were two and one. He hurt his shoulder, it has he came back after missing six, hasn't been the same since. It's Monte Morris, a high thirty percent, you know, career three point shooter, and it's Joe Harris, who's a like a forty three percent career three point shooter. So the veteran infrastructure he wanted to surround these young players with has been missing and the three point you know and the three point shooting, and that's a double whammy. I mean You know, yes, we can say that Cade Cunningham, you know, his shooting percentage is is down, um, not what it should be, and there's some issues with turnovers. Uh, Again, the thing that would help the turnovers and his shooting percentages to space the floor better and to have a you know a veteran caretaker like Monte Morris to put the ball in his hands for a few possessions when teams are obviously looking at the Pistons and saying we're going to double team Cade Cunningham and when he comes around the screen he's going to get blitzed every time that's going to lead to turnovers it's going to lead to forced shots it's going to lead to lower shooting percentages so you know again get healthy and then we can have a much better assessment of where they are right now but you know hopefully Bogdan is back within the week he began he was cleared to practice late last week um hopefully he'll be back soon hopefully nobody else goes down in the meantime they're still going to be waiting a while on monte morris but hopefully they can inch closer to the team we thought they were going to be and then we can judge where they are
1: keith langley pistons.com pistons insider joining us on the roast Humber coffee uh guest line pistons 14 game losing streak uh I, I, look at, I look at Monty. I, you're getting a change with the coaches, you got the injuries. Um, you know the effort some of the defensive effort even with the injuries and the guys out there has been pretty weak, and I can see how a you know, a losing streak like this would get in the heads of uh, every single player. Uh, what about Monty Williams so far? I know it's tough to judge because of those injuries you talked about. Uh, how has he been as the new Pistons head basketball coach?
12: Well, you know, he, he, he's—it's been a perfect storm of things working against him so far. But all the reasons that the Pistons hired him, or, or still all the reasons that he was the right man for the job—you um, he, he, know—he's spent the summer imagining what the roster would look like, and again, just hasn't had the, the critical elements. To, to make it function smoothly he's he's obviously still we we just came out of his pre-game press conference. he's talking about yeah we still need to we still need to do some tinkering he said we've had a lot of different lineups out there a lot of it's due to injury a lot of it's due to, to tinkering to, to find something that works so you know hopefully that bogdanovich coming back is going to help a great deal it's going to help it what it really does is kind of you know you get that it's a it's a domino effect right he he, he, he's going to to have a ripple effect on and everybody else because his shooting and his ability to score. Um, look, the, the, it, as as happens to a lot of young teams, what, which, when you go back and analyze all these distance games, there's always a three or four minute stretch where where things kind of break down, get out of hand. You know, it, it'll be it'll be a, a sixteen to two stretch in four minutes, and they'll lose the game by twelve points. You say, well, if we can eliminate that four minutes, we win. Uh, you know, I, I know it's not that it's never that simple, but but that young teams have a way of letting a bad, uh, two bad possessions turn into six or seven bad possessions, a you know, string of turnovers, you know, and then the turnovers lead to easy transition scoring, and all of a sudden the other team has in in a minute three possessions, and you know, and then eight or nine zero run, and 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 that's that's a mountain to climb out of, especially. When you're struggling to score like the Pistons are because they're missing all those guys we talked about, man, that critical three-point shooting that not only puts three points on the scoreboard when it when it works, but spreads the floor and takes the pressure, you know, opens gaps for driving, opens gaps for a, a dominant offensive rebounder like Jalen Duren to get to the basket and, and and you know clean up there. Um So a lot of the things that we're seeing, the mistakes that we're seeing with the guys here, are going to be alleviated to a degree by getting back the, the, the three-point shooting and the veterans.
1: His name is Keith Langloyd Pistons.com. Keith, appreciate the insight on the Pistons. Enjoy tonight's game. All right, anytime, Bill. Thanks. All right, there's Keith. Yeah, you can see he's pretty defensive. And I get injuries, but it's been the effort to me. The effort, that, that's my problem with the NBA right now. It's the effort with some teams and players. It, like, they don't care. Like, there's no passion. And I get when you're losing, it's tough to have passion when you've lost 14 in a row like the Pistons. Now, speaking of the Pistons and the rest of the NBA, we all know the games and seasons can change uh, almost week to week, day to day, month to month. Well, the DraftKings Sportsbook app is offering up a huge deal to new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Because they could score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA team. Win or lose, you'll get your 150 instantly for betting just 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. All you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use code HUGE, New customers then can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on the Pistons or any NBA basketball game. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only with code HUGE. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. Must be 21 or older, physically present in Michigan. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. And best of all, when you use the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you sign up with code HUGE, remember it's always safe, secure, and reliable with 24-7 support. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want to. So just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. To get the promo hookups, which right now would be, you use code Huge when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. You can bet five bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game and get one hundred and fifty instantly, whether your bet wins or loses. Superfly said, "Hey, Bill, are you got to remind everybody about Lomas's golf cart that they could win, courtesy of Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the west side of the state, just north of GR. Your go-to." West Michigan Yamaha golf cart dealer. This is a tricked-up cart. And that's what they do. They can, they can design and give you whatever you want on a golf cart for your golf club, for your neighborhood, for family, friends. When you go down south, at the cottage, the lake, whatever it is, side-by-sides, they got all the power toys at Impact Power Sports, 14 Mile in Rockford. And Lomas's Lions cart could be yours. Now, we're going to give it away next summer at Tullymore. You have a while to enter, but it's simple and easy. One entry per person. Just text IMPACT, I-M-P-A-C-T, to 21000, and you will be in that drawing to win Lomas's Lions golf cart, courtesy of the huge show, the Michigan Sports Network, and Drew and his team at IMPACT Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford, your go-to West Michigan Yamaha golf cart destination and think about whatever you want on a golf cart. That lion's golf cart is sweet. I got the photo up at huge show on Twitter, the huge show on Facebook. It could be yours. Just text impact to two one zero zero zero. That's impact to 21,000.
0: Everything huge 24 seven at the huge show.net.
12: What are you looking for in a career? What are you looking for in your pursuit of happiness and satisfaction? Let's answer those questions by answering this one. What are you? If you're selfless, courageous, dedicated, disciplined, and humble, your happiness and satisfaction may be in a new career in law enforcement. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org today or simply walk into your local police department and start the conversation. You may find the answer to all of your questions.
1: Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer
6: at ferris.edu
1: This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery.
2: Is holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
0: You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: It's time for another edition of True and Blue on The Huge Show each and every week with the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. We talk to the fantastic men and women in law enforcement from all across the state and today We welcome in Sergeant Fidel Morales, lead recruiter for Kalamazoo's Department of Public Safety. Welcome in, my man. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, How long have you been connected to law enforcement?
13: I'm going on 20 years, uh, but uh, going on 17 with Kalamazoo
1: Public Safety. All right, so you grew up in rural Van Buren County. What was it that made Fidel Morales want to enter law enforcement?
13: Uh, You know what? It was just uh, one of the things was that back in the day, we used to have uh, a D.A.R.E. officer. And uh, that's kind of what piqued my interest back in the day when I was in fifth grade. We had that D.A.R.E. program and what started it.
1: What's been the toughest part? Let's go both sides here. We'll start with the toughest part of your job uh, over your two decades with the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. And then what's the best part?
13: Uh, For sure, the toughest part um, is just getting everybody to understand what it qualifies to be a good police officer. And it's definitely the mindset, the mindset of going into a job day in and day out. Um, And obviously, the best part about it is that it's different every day. It's not a sit behind the desk kind of thing. Um, You never know what you're going to get every day. And that's what keeps you on your toes.
1: And speaking of not knowing what you're going to get every day in your Uh, 18th year with the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety, everything from community policing unit, engine operator, crowd management, recruiter, explorer advisor, internet affairs, uh, or internal affairs, uh, hostage negotiator, crisis intervention intervention team, uh, peer support team. So uh, just like you mentioned, there are a lot of different avenues. Most people see a police officer as someone on patrol or someone showing up to the scene of a crime or accident, but... So many different jobs are waiting for men and women connected to law enforcement. Yes,
13: very much so. And obviously it depends on the department you choose. Uh, when I first started off, I started off at a small town department. Um, but I knew uh, in the very back of my mind that I wanted to end up with of Public Safety just because of the opportunities it had from police, fire, and medical. And then most importantly, the different specialty teams and avenues I could go within this department. So that was a big thing for me.
1: Sergeant Fidel Morales, lead recruiter for Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety. Uh, what would be your message for somebody listening all across Michigan who may have interest in being a part of Kalamazoo's Department of Public Safety? Uh, what would be something you'd want them to know that's a huge benefit of being a law enforcement officer? Uh,
13: the huge benefit is just the... The humility um, that this job brings to you, uh, because especially in the department and or the community you work in, you're going to face uh, and or meet different um citizens you know from high, low middle class um, you know single family homes um, you know you know nucleus family homes it's just it really does um, help you understand you know where you came from and where those come from, and this job definitely uh, keeps you humble for sure.
1: Uh, Sergeant Fidel Morales, I do appreciate your time here on another edition of True and Blue presented each and every week by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. As a lead recruiter for Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety, if somebody listening across the state right now feels a calling uh, to be a part uh, of your department, uh, how can they connect to you or get an application in?
13: Yes, they can definitely go to um, our city website, uh, KalamazooPublicSafety.org, um, and or they can they can email me uh, at MoralesF at KalamazooCity.org, um, and or call me at uh, 269-307-4794.
1: All right, my man. Appreciate your time. Thank you for protecting and serving the people uh, in the Kalamazoo area. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Sergeant Fidel Morales, lead recruiter for the Kalamazoo Department of Public Safety, joining us on another edition of True and Blue, presented each week on The Huge Show by the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Big. Bad. Huge.